News Geek with your hosts, John. If you only knew the power of the dark side. And Matt. I'm Batman. Join them as they embark on a journey through pop culture, sharing the good news, everyone. Hello and welcome to Good News Geek and Merry Christmas whatever, wherever you are. Although if you're listening to this after Christmas, then Happy New Year. Or maybe the world has already ended because 2021 is worse than 2020. Lads, how are you? Uh, depressed after that <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Well, it's a holy jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Proby, how are you? I'm very well. I'm staring down a box of Cadbury Favourites Party Edition. Not sponsored. Yeah, it's so nice, though. Uh, I can't have it, unfortunately, so they're there for you guys. Yes, and oddly enough, I do notice they are directly in front of Proby. So uh, we'll see. We'll uh, we'll keep a running tally, guys, of uh, how empty the box gets during this episode. (laughs) Well, I thought it might be a good idea to see how distracted he gets. Mm. You know, it's like waving something shiny. Oh, they are shiny wrappers. (laughs) If you guys hear the crinkle crinkle of uh, of slowly opening chocolates. Look at him. He's already going for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. So, what's coming up today? Uh, we've got a uh, Christmassy episode since it is, you know, Christmas and all. We are going to ask ourselves, uh, what do we want to get from Santa today? What do we want from Santa's sack? I knew you were going to go there. We, I just we knew had to it. Go there. We had to go there. <laughs> Uh, we are going to talk about gaming updates. We are going to talk about uh, the next-gen consoles, which apparently we are paying our probie too much because he already has one. Mm. Uh, mm. I think we will have to confiscate, confiscate that in the name <laughs> of uh, Good News Geek. Absolutely. Uh, and my personal favourite today, we will be listening to your heart and soul break <laughs> as you complain about Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, I think it was uh, inevitable. Well, um, as we've mentioned already it is that time of year when santa comes down our chimneys and gets charged with break and enter so what do you want from santa's sack uh well sorry i just had it mentally in my head then. <laughs> okay, that's, that's gone um we don't want to have the little e on our podcast yeah no exactly this yeah, is not yet family friendly <laughs> yeah, family, ish. yeah ish. Yeah, definitely <laughs> always ish yeah. allegedly family friendly <laughs> uh so yeah there's a couple of things that i would love to get this year i'm looking at you proby um okay. There's the next-gen consoles that we mentioned in the opening. Pressure's um, on. Yeah, one of those would be good. Uh, personally as well, I'd, I'd love a new lens for my camera um, since I've been trying Ooh, to do yes. some of the photography stuff. That would be awesome. Uh, you know, that's probably uh, probably enough for, for you to get me this year. You've been oh, working hard okay. for a while. So, Just a next-gen console uh, and a new. PlayStation and Xbox and a, oh. and a camera lens, yeah. Can we just something, limit something it to Something good with a console? nice low like F-stop would be good. Oh, okay. You're not asking for much. No. Yeah. Uh, do you want Prime or do you want Zoom? Uh, I'd probably oh, – I wouldn't mind – for streaming, a good like 35mm fixed focal would be really good. Yep. Uh, but the 100mm Zooms, you get really good portraits out of them. Yeah, look, I, I've got a Prime lens, 35mm. Uh, oh, uh, It wasn't an overly expensive one but because they're much – sorry, I'm getting all photo this geeky here. This is super geeky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not our usual speed. I, I, but it wasn't that expensive and I, I got it and it's excellent for taking portraits because it gives nice bokeh. Mm-hmm. Is it that one? No, that's actually a mug. That yeah. looks like a lens. It, it w- <laughs> if it was a lens, it would have been gone already. Wow. Well, photography expert over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, – it's really quick, so you can take lots, lots of quick mm. photos. So it's, it's excellent for like taking photos of kids because you can have it on a higher speed and get crystal clear images. Anyway, that's all I'll talk about photography. What I would like for Christmas, and actually, uh, now that you mention it, more lenses would be mm. good. As a with someone with a, a camera with, which can take multiple lenses, all you ever want 
a more than lenses. Yes. I saw something online by um, that oh, was posted. Family, family friendly. Oh yeah, no, no. This is family friendly. Okay. Oh. This is this is very Star Wars friendly too. You don't look at the same things online that I do. <laughs> no, this is Lego. No, nobody does. This is Lego. The Lego Ultimate Edition uh, Star Destroyer. Oh, wow. it's only nine hundred and ninety-six dollars. I mean, you've been a good boy. I mean, <laughs> that's not entirely true, but that's what argument's sake say it was. Would I be worth it? Uh, well, I mean, you know, maybe I shouldn't be asking you. No, well, who am I asking don't, here? Don't, 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 don't ask us. Don't ask your wife. Let's no, maybe yeah. ask. Oh well, when I, I I actually posted her in the post. Yeah. Sorry, tagged her in the post, I should say, and uh, she just sent a laughing emoji. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm not liking much. That's chances. a lot of money for a, for a Lego set. I know they can get quite pricey though. Yeah, ones. and I it's massive. It's a, yeah. Like it's, it's and it's the premium. It's this big <laughs> for full details. Uh, see our podcast webpage. No, um, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it looked really good. And I'm like, you know what? That would be fantastic. Another thing too, and it's on the the subject of Lego because I've only just started really collecting some kits and whatnot, and they're all Star Wars. I made in my. Government diary. I work for government and they have a diary every year and they have an area there for like your year goals. One of my goals is to eat healthier, uh, move more. Can't do that. I'm terrible at eating healthy right now. Can you tell? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think you've been um, wearing some nice fitting clothes recently. I think you're trying to make the most of what you got there. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, Dad bod boba comes to mind. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, yeah. so I had these goals and I've actually met most of them. And you know what my reward I've listed there? Because I couldn't have food as a reward because normally it'd be like go out for a nice dinner or you know, whatever like that. It's Lego. There you go. So I have oh, some justification. Looks like you Maybe it. some credits. Who knows? When we've got not, not got the money. So <laughs> Yelena just needs to go out and rob a bank or something like that. Maybe I won't mention that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what I'm after for Christmas. Uh, what yeah. about yourself, Proby? Well, so I have the next gen console. We've Had. mentioned. Have. Yeah. That's why uh, we brought you here so you'd be distracted <coughs> while someone's at your house. I don't have the 4K TV though. No, so, so you're you're you've got a brand new <laughs> next gen console yeah. and you're running it on an old 1080 TV. I am. Yes. <sighs> it's a 2011. <laughs> wow. TV is very old. So what so. what would that be? Is that like HDMI 1 or something? Yeah, it's or? HDMI 1, yeah. So I need a new TV. 30, 30 frames. You need a new TV. So that's what you want for Christmas? A new TV? Yeah, I don't think the girlfriend will get it since I've already asked and she flat out said no. <laughs> Generally no means no, I've found. Yeah. Well, we so we bought a present together. We bought a mattress. Oh, yay. yay. I prefer <laughs> the, the silence to play up for that. It's like, wow, uh, what do you say in, about in, that letdown? Uh, <laughs> so that was a, um, yeah, that was a bit, bit of a letdown. I preferred I prefer sleeping on like a firmer mattress and she went soft. So we compromised and went soft. super soft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds like a good compromise. Uh, I hate soft mattresses. The one I've got is quite firm mm. and yeah. it's just the best. Yeah, I agree. Well, the, the benefit of this present though, for her at least, is that now that you've got two mattresses, mm. uh, you can sleep in another room. <laughs> yeah, that's so far been the case. Yeah. <laughs> because I complained about the new yeah. one. <laughs> it's too soft. And, well, and, there's and, another one. And, and here you are online doing the same thing again. I'm sure there'll be absolutely no repercussions for this. She yeah. won't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good, um, well, we have camera lenses, Lego and a TV. Yeah, TV. So, uh, you know, all our... Uh, lovely listeners out there, uh, maybe drop us a line on the Facebook page of uh, what you are requiring, requesting, 
uh, demanding, you, demanding, <laughs> demanding. Uh, what, whatever your little hearts desire. Yes, and Sandra, if you're listening, that's what we want. You're listening to Good News Geek. So in Disney Plus time, a week is a long time. A week is a very long time, especially when it comes to this topic. Yeah, and so because of this, Mulan. I'm going to rescind our pre- What's that, Proby? Did you, are we talking about Mulan? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Cool. Definitely Mulan. No. Oh. Um, we're going to rescind the usual ruling of a two-week wait before spoilers. So, spoiler alert, we are going to be spoiling The Mandalorian. So we're going to be spoiling everything about it. We are especially going to be spoiling it for Scott. Who yes, he's, he's not all caught up, the idiot. Um, so <laughs> uh, my wife is here too, Yolanda, hello. Hello. You've been watching The Mandalorian with me? Yes. And that's why you're here? Mm-hmm. Excellent. So um, feel free to comment when the, the timing is right and if you don't comment then you'll just be left behind because it's every man for himself in this room and woman actually. Fair enough. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so... I didn't really plan anything for this. This whole Mandalorian ride for me has been overwhelming. So let's just start with our general feelings on this season, guys. What have you thought? Better than the first. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's um, not that the first was bad. Just some of it was a bit it. slow. I felt, but uh, oh boy, the last couple of episodes, the last <laughs> maybe like three episodes. Oh, it's been great. Yeah, it's been great. Yolanda, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's been good. Are you, <laughs> are you all right there? <laughs> She's lost it. She's lost it already. <laughs> We've got some feedback from our uh, listeners, in fact, and they were hoping for a female voice. Hopefully get more than just giggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not just from the probie. Oh. Yeah. No, that was actually the probie. Yeah. That wasn't Yolanda at all. Yeah. I do giggle. Yolanda sounds more like this. Sorry. What are you looking for? Never mind. Yolanda, cut this out. No, leave it in. Um, I was actually signaling for me to do a deep voice because that would be hilarious. Okay. And you're like, what do you want? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, my thoughts. Well, I love the first season, first of all, I just want to say that. And I liked when it was slow as well. Mm -hmm. It was um, because it was full of expectation. Like previously with Disney's offerings regarding Star Wars, it's been really disappointing. But we've been seeing some really good stuff. So when it slowed down a bit, I was like, they're building to something. Something's coming. And it's going to be worth it. And I haven't been disappointed. And and nothing about The Mandalorian has disappointed me at all. Mm. It's been like, it's been speeding up, slowing down. It's been living up to expectations. It's been giving us payoffs for things. It's been doing a whole bunch of fan service as well. It has. Which can sometimes be not a great thing, but I think it's worked really well. There was a a bit in episode two with the speeder. One of the speeders is Anakin Skywalker's pod racer engine. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it looks like. I, I I'm pretty know. sure that's what it is. It is, yeah, cool. Because I know some people have been saying, oh, that's just ridiculous. In, in Tatooine, you wouldn't get that much concentration of stuff that we know uh, cycling around this person. But I think from a point of view of everything in Tatooine would, must be reused. Yes. Because it's not like they've got the resource, resource rich, you know. It's just somewhere for people to lay low and... Farm it's one big junk moisture. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the whole point of the uh, the Jawas is they pick up any yeah. tech scrap and they sell it on somewhere else. So. Exactly. So everything's reused. So I don't think that's too far of a stretch, to be honest. Mm. But look, there's no going away from it. Baby Yoda has a name. Yeah. Grogu. Yeah, I'm not sold <laughs> on Grogu. <laughs> is it because you prefer the name Baby Yoda? I mean, I never really, to, to be honest, I'm, I'm a bit weird. Compared to everybody else, I know that. Well, we know that. Likes Mandalorian. Everybody's like, "Oh, Baby Yoda, so cute." I really couldn't care less about Baby Yoda. What about when he's eating the eggs? 
<laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, I like what you did there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not hugely fast. I just think it's a stupid name. I, I agree. I yeah. think. I think the name's a little bit. Eh. Especially uh, the, the only other two. Does anyone know he had a file for divorce? Or? Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let, just to, to to go super nerd uh, briefly. The only two other of the species that we've seen in in the universe have both had very similar names, which is Yoda and Yaddle. Yeah. So now we've just got Grogu. Grogu. I thought. But who named Grogu? And like that's the thing. Like it's shrouded in mystery. We don't know. Yeah. And Lucas never, you know, told us more about Yoda or the origins of Yoda. Yeah, there was. There was there's when he no was pressed, he would race. just say he's yeah. a little green frog. All right. Yeah. And that's it. So this is interesting. I I'm, think of Grogu as like the name you know from Minions. Is it Minions? <laughs> with is it Gru? Is that his? Yeah, name? Gru. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I can't think. Of. I, every time I hear Grogu, that's all I think of. Is that guy? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, I don't know. I'm more excited about Ahsoka coming into a live action That series. was the next thing I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, Ahsoka has been one of my favourite re-canon characters for a long time. I loved her in Clone Wars, loved the the book, um, Rebels, uh, all that sort of stuff. So I'm really excited to see her in a live action yeah. show. Yeah, uh, and, and Rosario Dawson, who they got to play, did a fantastic job. I was, we were talking about this briefly before. I was a little bit worried. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure it. she'd be a good choice, not because she isn't a talented actor, but I just couldn't see her as a. No, Soka. exactly. Yeah, and but, I, I base heavily because it's a, it's always been a digital character. I base heavily on the voice. Yeah, the the Ahsoka voice through everything. She did a really good job. Oh, she was amazing. I mean, in fact, everything about Ahsoka's introduction and uh, how she looked how she sounded, it was just superb. Yeah. I mean, the the lightsaber effects, the sound effects, everything. And the fact that uh, she was, you, you kind of, like when the episode starts, it didn't even start soft. It was like, bang, there she yeah, is. Straight into it, yeah. You know, you've been waiting long enough, here she is, you know, in, in all of her glory. And I thought she was amazing. And I really liked how the Mando and her interacted. Mm. Um, what did you think, Yolanda, of, of what it looked like? I thought it was fantastic. I thought they did a really amazing job making her look the way we expect her to look from mm. Clone Wars. Yeah, I thought the costume was fantastic. Yeah, I don't think too deeply into this. <laughs> I just really it, enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was it was a really good episode as well based on how everything's been Western so far, so Space Western, and this was a very samurai-themed episode. Yeah, from, from the, the Japanese-style gardens. Yeah, from, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the gardens, even the um, like the action scenes like of – the battles with her, you know, disappearing and appearing and attacking. Mm. It was it was very, very like Kurosawa kind of uh, scenery, scene shots. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved the, the 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 sort of the cross between them and then going into the base where they then had the the duelist, the the quick draw yeah. um, guy in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was it was a really, really good mix, I thought. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like I just keep on saying, but she came in and she kicked ass. Yeah. You know, it was really great to see uh, and that was what impressed me, I think, most about the performance is not only the acting, but also that she was able to come in and, you know, show these the sort of physicality that we see in the animated Clone Wars. Because, you know, of course, that's just drawings. You can make yeah. the character do whatever you want in that. Um, but when you have someone with lightsabers in their hands and they're fighting another character or another actor, you know, it's got to be similar, mm. but someone actually has to do that. Yeah. And I thought she did an amazing job. What do you think, Proby? I haven't seen it. Well, here, well, so what stop. was your real favourite yeah. Ahsoka moment, Scott? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't see it. That's a real damn I'm just shame. just sitting here in the corner being quiet. Eating I'm your favourites. Thinking about eating <laughs> some more favourites. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I, I loved 
when she was talking about Grogu and how he has too much of an attachment and that she won't train him mm. because she's seen she, what it does to the best before. Jedis. Yeah. That was really powerful, I think, from that point of view. And uh, it's a real shame that this is the way you find out about it, um, Scott. Is, that, is this the chick from Daredevil? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. Okay. How's your Freddo Frog there, mate? I'm trying to open it really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we can see you. I know. We are in the same room. <laughs> so I think, I've, have we covered everything from the episode? Should we move on to the, the next one where the tragedy? Yeah. Mm. So the tragedy, um, we get to see Boba Fett. We do get to see Boba Fett. In we, action. In, uh, in kicking action. ass like yes. he should be. Yes. <laughs> Not dying like a chump. <laughs> no, he, uh, he actually did something and he was good and he somehow managed to squeeze back into his armour. Barely. Barely, yeah. I love seeing the set photos yeah. and, like, it's like Dad Bob Boba. It's fantastic. Well, even, even like, The Mandalorian, like, you watch the actor in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then you watch a, a shot of him as The Mandalorian and it's like, Oh wow! <laughs> but then, yeah, then you have uh, Dad Bod uh, Boba Fett too, and uh, I'm I'm all about Dad Bob. Bob, Bob. Oh, he, he was does awesome. amazing, yeah. and uh, the when he was taking on all those stormtroopers yeah. and just kicking them, awesome, and just the reveal when you see Slave One fly across the sky, I'm yeah. like, <gasps> you know, chest tightening, yeah. sweat starts to pour down. Oh, it was brilliant, and that's what I really love about this show that it's clear the people making it love Star Wars, yes, because. You know, if you were to make a list of the things you want to see, you're seeing them now. Mm. I just, you know, people will say, oh, look, it's less about the Mandalorian, it's more about the side characters. I don't think that's a tr- true because he's on a journey. Mm. Journeys aren't about you being alone and doing things. You're going to meet people along the way. And he's the kind of guy who, even though he's a hunter, appears to have a heart of gold and this child has brought that out of him. Mm. And now he's not just looking after his own interests. He's looking after the interests of his child more or less. Um, And so we're seeing that character development happening that way because if if it was all about just him going out and hunting people and bringing them back and hunting, there would be no development because you kind of, that's all you need to do. Yeah, and you you see a bit of character growth from him as well, like in the episode before that where he meets the other Mandalorians um, on the the water planet, the same escapes me at the moment, and, you know, accuses them of not being real Mandalorians because they take off their helmets and they reveal, "Eh, no, you're just a part of a weird culty offset. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, uh, Which was fantastic. And it was was really good as well seeing Bo-Katan in a uh, show. She was from Clone Wars. Uh, yep. and I think in Rebels as well. Yeah, she was in the Rebels. Yeah, yep. Yep. Um, so it was good seeing her in that. It, it brings me hope as well now that we've also seen Ahsoka and they've mentioned Grand Admiral Thorne that we might see uh, Sabine, we might see possibly Ezra down the line if we're meeting more Jedi. Yep. Um, that would be pretty cool. I loved the Sabine character from Rebels. I'd, I'd love to see her as a you know older, grown-up Mandalorian uh, just kicking ass with, uh, yeah. with the Mandalorian. And I like, you know, it gives you a feeling too about how big the, the galaxy is because you have all these characters which are all big characters and when you come across them, they're all doing their own thing mm. and people will say, oh, how can when you had Jedi keeping peace in the galaxy, people not know who the Jedi are? It's like I think they underestimate how large a galaxy is. Yeah, especially since essentially the entire thing is based in the Outer Rim where, you know, not a lot of news gets to and, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty backwater. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, if you're you'd talking, expect them not to yeah. know of these things. And if you're talking about thousands upon thousands of star systems mm. with, with multiple planets or moons that are inhabitable and, you know, hundreds or thousands of, of uh, species, you're going to get 
people that don't know or they just think it's a legend because how they often yeah. yeah how often does a jedi come out into tatooine well apparently heaps it would be very but, often, apparently, yeah. <laughs> i think you know where, where i'm going with this you know the what i mean so, over no one yeah, has ever been there but tatooine. yeah exactly yeah so um you know i think i think it's really good and to see these characters come together almost as if um the hand of fate is playing a role and mm. of course we have not fate but star wars uh, sorry the force in star wars mm. And who knows, maybe everything is working towards an outcome or maybe nothing's related at all. That's just the nature of it and keeps the mystery in there. And yeah, but I'm just, I'm just loving yeah, I'm, what I'm, I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next episode where we are obviously going to see a bit of a, a buddy Mandalorian cop episode. Well, of, I hope so. Of Boba Fett they, and They've got to get Grogu back. They do have to get Grogu back. By the way, Scott, Grogu was kidnapped at the end of the episode. He was captured by Moff Gideon and held at um, Darksaber Point, actually. Yes, captured by uh, Dark Troopers which yes. are now canon. Yeah. So, right. hey, there you go. Yay. The um, extended universe is, uh, or Legends now, mm. is Slowly creeping us coming in. back, yeah. coming back. Thank you. Thank you, Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> in Filoni we trust. <laughs> <laughs> we were discussing that just the other day though, weren't we? Like there's there's lots of parts of The Mandalorian that we're seeing where he's kind of giving nods to the old material, the old material, yeah, yeah. things like calling, like they they threw in the um the line about the laser sword, yeah, yeah, um, and that's things a bit like that. That's a, <laughs> that's a nod to George yeah. and things like that. And you were you were kind of saying to me that it's like he's you, it, he's making it clear through the Mandalorian what he thinks of the last <laughs> I think three so. movies. I think so because you know um <laughs> the other movie like the one we that shall not be named. That awful, awful, awful. Anyway, that did a really that that spent a lot of energy trying to take away from what had come before yes. to detach itself as its own thing. And here we're seeing no, it's actually part of the same story, and it's clawing back to its roots. Mm. And I think that's really important. Yeah, you can tell he's an actual proper like big fan mm. of the universe from you know all the work he's done in this, all the work he's done in you know the Rebels and Clone Wars and everything like that. He he yeah, he's he's doing a fantastic job um, yep. bringing in all that extra things and just just like the not like overtly like you know shoving it in your face like ha <laughs> oh, look how much I know it's just a you know something in there and if you know it oh that's awesome if you don't know it oh, well that's cool it's in the universe now that's right and I think he's shown that you can enjoy this new Star Wars content and I hate using the word content stuff mm. and not have to make it subvert the original fans' expectations you can actually. Make something entertaining for fans, original fans. Uh, you can make it entertaining for prequel fans. Uh, you can make it entertaining for new people. And you can make it entertaining for prequel memers. Yes, which we all know <laughs> is the combination of everything Star Wars. Prequel, prequel memes, memes is the just the best yes. Reddit, subreddit. Or subreddit, yeah. Yeah, or so it's, it's amazing. I think you, you get all your prequel memes from a subreddit. I get all mine from Instagram. <laughs> you are getting all yours from Facebook. I, yeah, mostly. So between us, we have every prequel <laughs> meme covered. Exactly. Well, uh, if you're enjoying Mandalorian or maybe you're crazy and you don't like it, uh, make sure you drop us a line at our Facebook page. So it would be remiss of me not to interrupt. But since the recording of the podcast, we have seen the last episode in season two of The Mandalorian and... Uh, I couldn't let it go by without actually mentioning it or following up from what we've seen. So we've gone from the previous episodes, which were fantastic and we were gushing all over them. Well, I don't think we were emotionally prepared for what we we're going to see in that finale. 
look, I don't want to go into it too much because if you haven't seen it, I don't want to any way spoil what happens. But I can only say that it is probably the greatest Star Wars moment since Revenge of the Sith. Um, I don't think I'd be overstating it to say that. And if Disney could take a leaf out of the Mandalorian's book, then the the property will be safe going into the future. That's all I want, want to say on that matter. I just wanted to mention it. It was amazing. It blew my mind as a Star Wars fan for a long time. This has restored my faith and Star Wars hasn't made me feel like this um, for a very long time. So excellent work from the Mandalorian team. So we go from the shining platinum emblem of what good science fiction is to the real bottom of the barrel draggy crap. Can you just hold on for a second? I just need to go get a cup to capture your sweet, sweet tears so I can drink them later. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're not getting that. It's discovery. And I have to admit, and I know, I know, I I can practically hear the wails and screams now of those listening. John, didn't you say... You are very slowly trying to take out a chocolate from that box, aren't you? No. <laughs> this is why we don't pay you. Actually, there's many reasons, but now it's an extra one. Ooh, oh, chomp, chomp, my favourite. Uh, <laughs> Nothing like a chewy caramel treat to have in the microphone. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this is not drifting off topic at all. Um, sorry. Sorry, Discovery. It's, uh, it's so bad. I didn't even want to talk about it. I'm happy to talk about a Cadbury chomp. No, no, chomp. no, no. Tell me, tell me your All right. your fears, your worries. Okay, so as you're aware, I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt and there were some bright spots here and there and I was, I was thinking maybe it's leading somewhere interesting. What it's leading to is boring. Boring and it's not Star Trek Discovery, Yolanda. What is it? it? It's the Michael Burnham show. Yeah, that's exactly right. So Yolanda and I watched this thing together because apparently we like to punish each other. Uh, <laughs> We More about later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mind went real bad real quick. <laughs> yeah. But we watch it. We don't watch it on Mando Fridays because we don't want to soil that day with the scunge that is Discovery, but we keep watching it. Why? Because you like to punish Because we like to punish it. Yeah. And we hope that it will recover. But every week, all they do is sink lower and lower. And, okay, what? The last episode was not... Okay. Not terrible. The last episode had some moments where it was like original Star Trek. Did it kill off a lot of people? No, it didn't. I wish it killed off the main character, Michael Burnham, because- Let me me ask you this. Yes. Did the last episode get better or has it finally worn down your expectations that (laughs) Uh, even a slight improvement is- No, no, because they did do something in the episode that was just like, why? I'm not going to get into what it is that I'm talking about. Some people may have worked it out. But it's it's very sensitive, highly yeah, political. We don't want to spoil it for Scott. Highly political sub- <laughs> subject. And I'm not going to get into that because it's just not a wise thing to do on the internet. So, but yeah, it's just not very good. Like, as in, it's the Michael Burnham show. This is my main gripe, right? It's called Star Trek Discovery. It is less about discovery, more about Michael Burnham than anything else. And I know you might say, well, the other series did kind of you know, circle around the captain of the particular vessel. Well, she's not the captain, A. B, she's not interesting. <laughs> but C, she's, she's like a superhero. Like she has the answer for every problem. And the other cast members are like sideshows. Like in um, Next Generation, you would get with the ensemble cast, you might have a Data episode, you might have a Counselor Troy episode, a Doctor episode, you know, and everyone would get a share. And they had their like their little speciality yeah. sort of thing. And yeah, but in this their show, own moments. yeah, in this show, everyone is a sideshow to Michael Burnham, even the captain. And that for me is a 
a problem because we're we're not we're not having a ship full of people that all all kind of contribute. It started off that way mm. because you had a lot more people um, with fingers in pies and stuff like that. But this season in particular has been isn't Michael Burnham just the greatest? She saved all life in the universe. And where do you go from that? Like that was the that was a cliffhanger of last season. Mm. You know that's Avengers type stuff. <laughs> not Star Trek type stuff. And I don't have anything against that, but I just don't think it has a place here. Yeah, it's, it's um, not the same genre. Yeah, and look, I, I love the actress who plays Michael Burnham. I think she does a great job, but I just think the character is awful. Well, as clearly so does the directors and producers who <laughs> give her every benefit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Yolanda. If you, I don't know if you can help to contribute to it. I'm not just being sour, am I? No, no. I mean, when we were talking about it, we basically said, the same thing at the same time in terms of what we thought about it. It was just we we both kind of went, it's all about her. Are you going to give it up or are you going to keep struggling? I'm going to keep trying. Yeah, well, I, I want to give Torture. it a go because I, I, know, I, do I want it to myself. get better because I love Star Trek. It's a bit like Picard. I thought that was awful. And I love Picard, like not the show, uh, the character, but I thought the show was rubbish. Get whipped Wednesdays. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> I had no plan to call it that, but it may become now, that yes, now. Yeah. Tor- torture Tuesdays? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Torture Tuesdays. Well, that's what this is. <laughs> well, at least for you because we're spoiling everything for you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was – It was. I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. So they've gone into the future and I think that's kind of what has helped spoil it to mm-hmm. a certain degree because they're way in the future now and they've done that so as not to spoil some of the established timeline stuff so it actually jumps beyond that. So whatever they affect now doesn't have any ramifications, right? Until they, you know, decide to make more seasons and then they go, oh, crap. Now where do we go? Yeah, yeah it's, it's almost like Archer. Do you know that, that show? Yeah. yeah, how they started off as in a really good place, you know, they're just a spy agency and whatnot. Now they're, you know, they have the island one and then, mm-hmm. you know, it's just changed and it's, it's not as good anymore. I right? stopped watching that as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think if, I feel like this has happened to this show now. There are some really interesting characters in there. Um, they've reintroduced a Trill character. Uh, well, actually, it's, it's a human that carries a symbiote of a Trill. Good character. Interesting setup because humans aren't meant to carry those symbiotes. And so there was like lots of challenges re- regarding that too. So there were some good ideas. I just don't think the execution was great. They did try to do an episode about another character, but it seemed it was really forced. The The woman with the... Oh, the implants. The breathing implants. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's the security I, I officer. I don't even know her name because we just we, we just we didn't, didn't know, know anything about yeah, her. So and then all of a sudden they tried to make her. They put like, it in a really emotional episode yeah. where it was meant to have this really deep connection and, and bond <laughs> and you really felt sorry for her except you've hardly even seen her. Yeah. Yeah. We're three seasons Came in. Nowhere. And yeah. it was like, oh. She but she's leaving the show, obviously. Yeah, she's in the background sometimes. And you're meant to care about the fact that she's staying behind. I don't care. Just chop, yeah. chop, hurry up, can move on to something more interesting, please? <laughs> and that's what I mean. It's just like everything's kind of really clumsy and there's just no no investment for me in these characters. And it could be because I'm old and bitter. You know. Also watching it at the same time, like obviously not the same nights you said this, but at the same time as The Mandalorian, which is super polished. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. It could just be, you know, comparing apples with turds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah, so that was that was disappointing, and I'm I'm just losing my love of it. And well, not that it was love to begin with; it was always a little bit pretty mediocre for me. But I was hoping the Star Trek in its title would come around again, <laughs> and they do show glimmers of those Star Trek stories, like the last episode, as you rightly pointed out, Yolanda, um, was a good story, and they did Star Trek stuff, like diplomatic stuff, and 
Yeah. You know, they hatched a plan and they carried it out and everyone played their part. And I'm like, oh, yes, this, this, this is what we want. This is what we want. And, yeah, I just. It was backwards slide again next episode. Don't say that. Well, I would just like to welcome you guys to the club and I have made T-shirts for you. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. We can all be bitter old people together. So, yeah, I mean, if if you like Star Trek Discovery, maybe you can help turn me around, but you'll need to drop a comment on our Facebook page if you're going to have any hope of that. (laughs) Or you can also um, drop us a comment on our Podbean uh, page, which you can find a link to on our Facebook page. Well, lads, we've got to that point of the show where uh, I can pretty much tune out for a bit because we're going to go through the gaming update. And even though I have a great computer, and it certainly will be even better when the memory finally comes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any money for games at the moment because I spent so much on the damn computer. So, guys, and Mr. Next Gen Console over there. (coughs) Yes, that's me. Why don't you give us a rundown of what's been going on in your world? Do you want me to start? Go for it. Well, with the new Xbox... Are you still swallowing your mince? Yeah, you, wait, he's done. He's done. Are you still I, swallowing your mince pies, or do I need to give you a few more seconds? No, to- I finished it now. <laughs> it's like there's little bits, but you know, I, I'll get there. I have a new Xbox. I don't know if we mentioned that. I've been playing the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm, how does that look on your 1080 oh, TV? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not as crisp as it could be. Uh, but no, it's, good. It's been good. Fun. I'm glad. I hope the yeah. I hope the TV really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we are not bitter at all. No. <laughs> no, but the um, not so much about the console because I can't. Uh, I guess there isn't a whole lot of difference because of what I'm doing to the PS4 that I had before. Um, performance wise, I guess because TV just can't can't hack it. Yeah, no, that's understandable though. The game, however, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, very good. Loving it. One yes. of my, not one of, the favourite of all the Assassin's Creed so far, which I have played all of. Uh, excellent. Absolutely love it. Now, I love Viking culture. I have a tattoo, a Viking tattoo, an Odin's Raven. It's a very crisp game. There's not, oh, there has been a few little hiccups. But I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen a few glitches uh, on the internet so far, but not I've fallen a huge to the amount. ground a few times. Yeah. Um, I got stuck falling that I wasn't actually falling. I was like, what the hell? And then I'd just die. I was like, ah, great. I did learn a trick to get out of that because it did happen quite, well, not quite regularly, but enough where I had to learn a trick to get out of it is you can like do a, like a strong attack, like ground slam type thing, and that will like kick you out of the little, uh, the little, uh, animation of you falling even though you're not falling anywhere yeah funnily enough that actually also works if you jump off any height so you don't have to use like the hay bales you can just jump off any building you want no, and then just before you hit the ground they oh they fixed, fixed it, it have they yeah. oh man because yeah, no, i did do that a few times and i was jumping off huge buildings and just slamming the ground at the last second if you tried to slam from the very top and just all the whole way down you felt you was always going to cop damage but if you you could jump yeah, at the right very before and the just end. before you yeah. did a strong attack it did it didn't now they've fixed it. But anyway, excellent game. What do we, what what do we do? Scores out of ten, out of five. What are we doing? Whatever you feel like. I'll give it four out of ten. <laughs> no, no, four Assassin's Blades out of five. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I I haven't actually played it myself uh, yet, um, but I've seen uh, a lot of reviews and gameplay, and spoken to you about it. Uh, and yeah, it does does look quite good. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to picking it up uh, at some point. I haven't finished it yet. I have a tendency to go off the main main track of the storyline and start doing side quests all over the shop and level up far too much so the rest of the game is far too easy. Oh, um, that's the best way to play any game. <laughs> I'm now way too strong 
and every mission that I do do now is is got to the point where it's breezing through. I did a boss fight. I won't ruin it for anyone that hasn't played it yet. Who you think is your friend and you have to fight them. They are excellent, by the way. And it's obviously meant to be a ridiculously hard fight and it took me about a minute, <laughs> like at most, to to clear this guy. And I, was, and I thought, oh, I kind of regret that not being harder because I think that was meant to be a pivotal point in the game. Yeah, it does um, kind of ruin things a little bit, doesn't it? Um, and it was just sort of way too easy. And, and now it's, I don't want to say it ruined the storyline, but it was, uh, I thought about it afterwards. I got a few mythical weapons that I probably shouldn't have already. <laughs> <laughs> that I went uh, searching for. So, yeah, been good. Now, next thing, we've got Cyberpunk coming out this Cyberpunk week. Cyberpunk is, yeah, it's very, very soon at the time of recording this. By the time this episode out, uh, out, it will be out. And I think, I don't know if there's a gamer out there that's not looking forward to this game. It seems to be the hype game of the decade. It, it does seem to be. It also has been teased for, what, two, three years now? Yeah, I mean, it, it's been delayed. So, you know, it's it's definitely been out waiting long enough. Do you know what they've done though? What's even hyped it up even more is the Keanu addition Reeves. to Keanu oh, Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, Keanu Reeves. What a sexy man. Anyway. Do I need to pour water on you too or like what's going on here? You can fan me. Uh, sorry, I'm not your biggest fan. Okay. There you go. <laughs> no, so yeah, that's good. That is, that is looking uh, really good. is in. Yeah. I've paid for it already, so. Nice. What uh, platform did you Xbox. get it on? Oh, I don't have a console to steal it. I'm just going to buy it myself. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> so I have heard, uh, I haven't looked into it yet, but I've heard rumours of uh, them creating a multiplayer for Cyberpunk. Apparently it is a different studio completely that is uh, making it though. But from what I've heard, it's going to be kind of like GTA. GTA 5 had its own storyline and then uh, they had their the GTA Online, which is Completely different, just using the same assets, essentially. Uh, so from what I've heard in rumours, it's going to be something like that. But like I said, I haven't looked into this at all. I just heard a passing comment about this. It's uh, almost as if you haven't prepared. No, well, I, I literally, <laughs> in, a, in a Facebook group chat that I'm a part of, somebody mentioned it and I went, well, that sounds interesting. I should look into that. I didn't. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Lachlan, for the uh, the slight heads up. But, uh, <laughs> Speaking of GTA, is there going to be a new one? How long's GTA Five been out for? Since GTA Five has been out for a long time, it's but been out since the PS3. Doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It can be out. It could be twenty years because GTA Online is where they make their money and they release updates for that constantly. Do they? I have yeah. never played it. Never played GTA Online. I've played Five, the storyline, and you know, as everyone plays GTA, and you do the story and have a bit of fun and kill some people, and then well, that's essentially what online is, just without the story. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Mm. Are you getting getting any new games, John, on the computer? There's well, free games, you know. I know there is free games, and I have a, like an Xbox Ultimate subscription, so I should do all that. But okay, I've I've almost filled up my hard drive. I as in, as in my my solid state drive. I warned you about this. Less porn. Yeah. <laughs> just not even just that. stream it for goodness sake, I John. Know, I know, I know, I know. I don't need to save it anymore, you know, and put it on, I don't know, like a floppy disk or something. <laughs> Shouldn't be floppy if it's any good. Anyway, so in relation to the space issue, it's it's Flight Simulator. It's massive. It keeps uh, getting bigger. Yeah, I, I gave you a terabyte of SSD. I know. I've got like <laughs> 250 or 300 gig left, which sounds like a lot, but it ain't. No, no it is. You just... 
you know, don't keep a bunch of ridiculous stuff on that C drive. Well, what I've done now is I've started transferring <laughs> over to the, the hard drive things that don't require speedy access like games, right, yes. for performance purposes. And I am trying to eventually get everything basically like photos and stuff like that, not the kind you're thinking of, on um, uh, like my OneDrive anyway. You haven't accidentally synced your entire OneDrive to your computer again, have you? It's not accidentally again. It was accidentally the first time. And I explained the reason that happened was because my save game files (laughs) Mm -hmm. were saving to OneDrive. So in game, it would pop up with a little sync box saying it's syncing to OneDrive. I did, And it would interrupt the game. And so the only way I could find to get – because I couldn't select, no, don't do this one online, do this one here. It was kind of like all or nothing, at least from what I could see in the settings. And so I'm like, oh, shit, I'll just put everything on the computer and on there and so it can save to the computer and update in its own time as opposed to, like, live. I did a boo-boo somewhat similar to this. I saved something to my terabyte hard drive uh, a little while ago. A, a gaming thing for like I, I transferred it over. I don't know. I think Matt's dying over there. If he's got COVID, I'm going to kill him. You okay? You're right. Yeah. It's, it's not a dry, annoying cough, is it? Do you have a temperature? Do I need to take your temperature? Because you're hot. <laughs> which which way are we taking this? Yeah. Uh, not the only just, reliable way, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm I'm choking on the free pizza I ate earlier. Oh, very good. <laughs> no, I was just saying. So my plans I, worked. <laughs> I you don't saved. get anything in my inheritance. Oh, okay, <laughs> there is no inheritance. You get my debt. <laughs> okay. Oh no, I have plenty of that myself. Um, yeah, I saved a game over to my external hard drive for my brother. But then when I was downloading a new game, I didn't realize that it started automatically downloading saving to the hard drive. And that's obviously not being very fast when you're trying to play that through, I think it was Steam, uh, Baldur's Gate. Uh-huh. And I was struggling. I was like, why is this game going so slow? It's not that big. Like it's big, but it's not that big. And I was struggling so bad. And then I realized, oh, it's all saved to my external hard drive. That would be why. You two are terrible. Just no, uh, just remove the unnecessary stuff and put it on the SSD. Yeah. So because it is the season and last year we watched Die Hard. We did. I thought it might be a good idea that we watched some movies and fortunately these movies weren't necessarily available to everyone so there were some technical difficulties. But the two Christmas, not Christmas movies we decided to watch was Gremlins. Yes. And... Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Which are both set at Christmas. Yes. And have Christmas-driven stories. They are both Christmas movies. Heavily Christmas. Yeah. We still need to work on your definition of what constitutes a Christmas movie. I'm down with it. I'm with you, Matt. You know, you know, somewhere in the back of my head, I am also, but I like to take a contrary position. Yes. I just like to contradict. Yes. That's a, there's a great sketch by Monty Python as well with that. But anyway, I watched Gremlins. Now, I've watched it fully expecting a bit like Labyrinth to be a little bit bored by it because... Because it's an old age, movie, yes. yeah, um, and like 84 or 85, um, that was when I was born. So I thought, oh, this is going to be – I loved it. I thought it was really good. Like I loved – because I don't know. I think I must be like an old person at heart because I love the fact that the movie didn't get into everything immediately. Like you started to see the people of the town, the main characters. You got to know them first. So when, is a very old person thing, yes. So when, <laughs> when things start to go down and when things start to go a little bit – wrong you care about what happens now i remember this movie when i was a kid and i would have been really young right so i only remember like little flashes of it and the ugly ugly horrible gremlins like when they become nasty like baby yoda that's put in the microwave far too long (laughs) far too long or you know been swimming for too long so they were wrinkly even more so just i was terrified as a kid i had nightmares like for a long time so i I thought you know 
I mean, it says horror, but I'm pretty sure it's like a horror comedy, weird kind of, and it is a weird kind of genre movie. Yeah. Um, but I love the, every single moment of mm-hmm. it. And you know what? In the scene when the mum's at home and the gremlins are gone feral and she just goes on this murder spree was probably my favourite scene in the movie because <laughs> like movies of that age, generally you see, you know, the housewife run away oh, from, you know. Run, 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 yeah. And this one, it was it's so ahead of its time, she kicks ass. She was yeah. like the Ahsoka <laughs> of the story. <laughs> um, she um, like sticks one in a blender, one she pops in a microwave and the other one she stabs multiple times with a big kitchen knife and then when she goes to I investigate. I remember this. Oh, it's so good. And then when she goes to investigate more sounds, she pulls another knife out of the knife block and ba- she's about to walk away and then she go- turns back and picks up another knife. She yeah. says one knife in each hand. <laughs> I'm like, that is so good. Yeah. Thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah. And just the whole movie was great. And I, I do like how the- it did take time to set the char- characters up so you actually kind of cared about them. Mm. So when like the first character died, I'm not going to do a spoiler alert here. Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> when the first character died, it was like, oh, my goodness, I hope everyone's okay. Mm. And, you know... By today's standards, because they're puppets, right? Let's be honest. It's like a Jim Henson on some sort of weird journey, weirder than normal journey. Yeah, I, was <laughs> I mean, labyrinth. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. But but people people died, and you yeah. know, it was sometimes it was funny, sometimes it was shocking. Um, but the movie was really enjoyable. I loved it. Yeah, I really loved it. I couldn't believe. It. I fully expected to go. Well, I'm glad I've done that. Now I can say I've done it, rather than what streaming service did you say you watched? I watched it on Binge. Binge, that's right. Which is, you Owned know. Owned by Foxtel. Yeah, Foxtel and all that. Yeah. What's it called? Murdoch Media Group. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it was good. I loved it. Yeah. The other movie, Batman Returns, did you guys watch that? Oh, yes. of course. I've seen it many times. But Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I watched it again. Scott was disappointed that it didn't have Patterson. Yeah, I did. <laughs> his favourite actor yes, his of favorite, all time. Yes. His man crush. Yes. His one pass, I believe, that he is. is yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if it wasn't his one pass, he would go for it anyway. Yeah, we, uh, absolutely. Risk, risk the relationship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who no, would, no relationship is worth <laughs> passing up Pattinson. <laughs> you know, uh, who doesn't love Danny DeVito? Oh, he's I, so disgusting in this movie. He's he so very good. He's very good. Like, he's really good. I mean, the yeah. character is just Danny awful. DeVito is an amazing actor mm. who literally I think anybody could just call him up and say, look, I've got this part. It's a bit weird. And he'd go, I'm in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, his character like is, is so vile and disgusting. Like, cause I like Danny DeVito, right? Yeah. Um, but he's so good at playing it that I really hate him through the movie because yeah. he's yeah. just You're so vile. And, and I, I, yeah, exactly. I completely but then, forgot how like just disgustingly flirty he is as well. Oh, yeah. I, never, I never noticed that the first couple of times. Where, like, I just mentally blocked it out. Clearly, re, re, traumatizing. Re, yeah, rewatching it is like, oh, he's like a horrible like penguin monster, and oh, he's trying to pick up that girl. Yeah, and she, he's feeling her chest by yeah. putting that. Oh, awful! It's when he eats the fish. Oh yeah. I mean, it just turns my stomach, and that's great. Like yeah, to get that, do that to yeah. elicit that response. You know, it's really, really good. And of course, who cannot love Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, an amazing. Job. She. Is still my favourite Catwoman mm. out of oh, everything. You know, well, there was more than Halle Berry. <sighs> I like Halle Berry. I didn't like that movie though. No, nobody liked that movie. Halle <laughs> Berry didn't like that movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that. Um, cool, good movie. I, I I don't like it as much as the original. No, and I know a lot of people are kind of the opposite of that. Mm. I just because I I actually like origin stories. I'm one of those rare people that actually don't mind taking the time. I like origins movies too. I just don't feel the need to put the origin in every single version of it. What are you talking about? I still don't know what happened to his parents. 
or uh, or, or, Pearls. Or, or Uncle Ben, you know, you never know what happens <laughs> to him in any uh, Spider-Man movie. And there was like a saying like with great power comes something or other. Yeah. I can't remember. Like, they only said it like once in well, the movie. Was, with great power comes a higher electricity. <laughs> yeah. <like> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great movie too. And again, set at Christmas time, not really Christmas driven, but it's certainly the setting. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes, it is. It is based around Christmas. And yeah. Christopher Walken. Oh, Christopher you know, Walken. He's always really good. So I actually, I watched this movie because I, we only really decided this, you know, because we're so well planned, we decided this, what, two days ago <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to watch this movie. I have been a little bit uh, time poor uh, at the moment. So I actually watched this movie on 1.5 playback speed. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even do that with podcasts. It, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I didn't notice the difference. It was like I was actually a couple of times I paused it and checked to see that it hadn't reverted back to normal speed. It was incredible. So it just makes me think, how slow was the real movie? Yeah, so some of the those parts of the movie yeah, are a bit right. slow and that's part of the reason why I don't like it as much. Well, watch it on 1.5. It made it, it better. It just <laughs> goes straight through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I could watch um, Twilight in the same speed and maybe it won't be uh, so maybe awful. Get, maybe get double or triple for that. Yeah, okay. Well, well, that. Maybe 15 feel. times or something. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you press play and have it finished? That would probably be the yeah, best exactly. yeah. All right, so... I was thinking about normally what you do is like, cause this is kind of like an ad hoc half size retro rewatch. Kind yeah. Of, so but we're, not not really. gonna, we're not going to recast it, but we are going to give our, uh, our personal review and, uh, and a rating I'd say maybe. So starting with Scott. 4.2 batarangs. 4.2. Well, two. 4.2. Yeah, you can't just like just a 4.0. That's a rookie number. You are. You, you're the rookie. You are, you are the literally rookie. the rookie. Exactly. I don't see what the problem is. 4.2. Oh. <laughs> John. Well, I'm going to go 4.0 mm-hmm. Batarangs. So I'm trying to think of a three-word review because I didn't actually give this much thought. I forgot about that element of it. Mm. We'll get back to you. Matt, your score. Uh, I'll also give it a four. Yeah, the the three words, I mean, just Danny DeVito, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, maybe Pfeiffer's mm. steamy vinyl. Mm. <laughs> I do have a question. A very important question for both of you about this movie. Uh, in the scene where uh, the Penguin is giving his speech as, you know, possibly coming into being a mayor and, and Batman yeah. ruins it by releasing the audio <laughs> I know of, of, his, say. <laughs> uh, of his wrongdoings and then everybody turns on him. Where did all the fruit come from? He makes comment of that. Yolanda said the same thing. He says, why do people always bring eggs? But literally everyone in the crowd is throwing lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> They've been standing at a press conference in City Hall for the last hour. <laughs> Did they all just go shopping and go, oh, there's a press conference on. Let's go look at it. First of all, there was obviously a fruit and veg vendor nearby because they go, oh, public gathering here. <laughs> I can sell my rotten produce. The other thing too, now I'm not a tech person. I know you are. Mm-hmm. You're an IT guy. Mm-hmm. So when Bruce Wayne decides to scratch the disc, the yeah, CD he, like he, a record. He, he DJs the CD. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. I love that. There are some ridiculous things. I love how when at the final. It's Batman, he can do anything. Yeah, yeah it's true. 
Yeah, he is the world's greatest idiot. When he's in the final scene with um, Pfeiffer and he rips his mask off, mm-hmm. I love how moments before he does that, all of his eye makeup disappears before. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I know. Because I, I guess it would look a bit ridiculous with with the, him and just like dark eye, eye patches. Yes. He looks like a raccoon. It's like, yeah. what's going on here? I also find it interesting That's that- That's why Robert Patterson's the best uh, Batman for this because he's got dark brooding eyes as it is. He doesn't <laughs> need the makeup. Can you just meet that microphone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, he tears the mask off, but he literally tears it off and like ruins it. Like clearly, he's he definitely can, rich. He's coming from privilege. Well, there. well, clearly, he can <laughs> take the mask on and off because he has to put it on at some point. It's not molded to the rest of the suit. So why doesn't he just take it off normally? Why does he have to tear it? Maybe it's connected to his cod piece, and he can't take the cowl <laughs> off without <laughs> without disrobing. Who knows? But who knows? Good point. It's not as dramatic. No, because it has to happen. That way. I did. I did like speaking of his outfits. The uh, the scene where he goes to put his clothes on, and he's got an entire wardrobe full of the bat suit and he he scrolls between a couple of them and picks out a one specific identical bat <laughs> yes. suit. Uh, oh, yes, I do find that Yes, yes. yes. I, I want this identical this, this costume is, This today. is the Wednesday suit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's on the inside it's written which day, you know, and AM or PM. Oop, this is the nightgown version. Yeah. Going back to Gremlins, I should do a three-word should thing, do. shouldn't I? Yes. Uh, I just want to mention, though, Gizmo is the original Baby Yoda. Yeah, funnily enough, also voiced by Howie Mandel. Well, there really? you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So um, super cute, like super cute, not as cute as Baby Yoda because, no. you know, the prosthetics and stuff like that back then um, and the animatronics. So sometimes he did do no, weird eyes. And the, just he's, the little antics that, yeah. that Baby Yoda does. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're you cute. Know, like and the little baby sounds. And anyway, yeah. don't want to get carried away with Grogu. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought they've obviously got a lot of inspiration from that. Um, but I still think Grogu wins in, in far as, as far as cuteness goes. Um, so I would give Gremlins a four and a half. Wow, because really? of the fun of it. You know, yeah. I was watching the movie and I was just like, "This is fun. I like this." I'm and and yeah. It, you also have seen Batman a lot more than Gremlins, that's true. So it is fresh yeah. for you. Is and it, this it, this was really a new experience for me because mm-hmm. the last time I saw it, I was horrified by it, and I was only a, like a little little kid. Yeah. Um. So I, the fact, and I was surprised the whole way through it that I'm like. I'm enjoying this. Like well, when when is the, my enjoyment going to end? Because there must be some suckage in this. No, movie. no, there is. The enjoyment ends when you watch Gremlins two. Yeah, well, I yeah, I didn't yeah. didn't want to do that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> four and a half it's a high gizmos, mm-hmm. and three words are just like Grogu. Mm. There you go. All right, yeah, sounds good. Well. Now, this is meant to be our Christmas Spectacular show. Yeah. Yes, we uh, as our amazing Christmas Spectacular. After last year, we are expecting a lot from you, John. Yes, you're mentioning your thing about the uh, the poem I did last yes, time. Yes, we are. We are waiting here with bated breath for the next poem. Mm. Um, please elaborate. Tell yes. me. Please, please, please don't hold your breath. Um, as what I'm about to tell you, maybe don't. Oh, it's only him. It's only, it's only the probing. I was more directing at you, Matt. You know that would truly be a loss. Uh, wow, oh, I can I can see the tear in his eyes. He's, he's Where was that? Chomp? He's eating he's the pain away. <laughs> That's why I brought them in. You know. All right. So I haven't done a poem. No. Have you done a dirty limerick at least? No, I haven't. Look, oh. I'll tell. Look, I'll tell you what the issue was. Now, obviously, last year I used a really famous poem. Everyone knows the beats of the poem. They know how it's meant to be put together. So it was really easy to do a parody because you know you could determine that yes, the quality of this parody is good. Why didn't you do it again, just with new content? Yeah, I mean, we, we were talking about that. How it's really hard to think of another popular one. I literally just thought of one then that would have been perfect for you. Yes. 
we could have done a geek themed twelve days of Christmas. You're fired. You should have thought of this earlier. Yeah, you should have. Uh, I honestly, should have. Literally, honestly, literally I expect, just came to me. I expect this from the probie. Yeah, we we were <laughs> not both, from you, man. We were both literally racking our heads for for a couple of days, going, "What can we do it on?" And it just came to me then, as I was looking at you, going, "Oh, that would be perfect." All right, so. Now that you've thought of this, <laughs> because we do pre-record yeah. through the magic of editing, <laughs> listen to the geeky 12 ga- days, 12 days, 12 <laughs> days of Christmas. <laughs> oh, Freudian slip. That, There's only that, three of us here. That, that sounds fabulous. <laughs> oh stop. my gosh. The 12 days of Christmas coming up for you right now. So at the moment, the boys are telling me how easy it's going to be to do a 12 days of Christmas poem. And yet when I thought about it after I recorded the podcast, I realized I had made a terrible, terrible error in judgment. I tried doing it as a poem, but believe it or not, a song that is read out like a poem doesn't sound that great. So I thought I had one choice and that is to take the 12 days of Christmas and sing it with my lyrics. Well, that was easier said than done too. I had to uh, find a backing track, but it had to be royalty free so I didn't have to pay fees on going every time people listen to it. And I had to also obviously purchase a license for it. So that would cost some money. Now this podcast is a hobby and already cost me a bit of money. So I had to decide whether it was going to be a case of do I spend a bit more and get a much better version of the song or do I cut some corners and make it sound a little less awesome. Well, considering that I was going to sing it and therefore the lyrics were already going to be sung pretty dodgily to begin with, I thought I'd go with the more expensive music. However, when it was all said and done, I couldn't bring the two together to sound decent enough to bestow upon your ears. So instead, I will be posting the lyrics on our Facebook page and you'll be able to read them along and perhaps you could download your own version of the song and sing it with your geeky friends. So keep an eye out for that on our Facebook page. Well, boys, what do you think? (laughs) Oh, Oh, that was pretty good. (laughs) I imagine it's You have no idea, you liars. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure I did a good job. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not quite sure what the content yeah the 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 the, the one was of, one of those seemed a little bit that third line yeah ooh. don't do that now you're gonna have to <laughs> now gonna have to push it on that third line yeah. you bastard <laughs> i'm sure it'll be a fabulous i'm thing. sure it will be but so it's so not to be outdone it's a tradition in like um australia and uk and probably other colonies obviously mm-hmm. of uh the once great empire of the crown is we have Christmas crackers, mm-hmm. like bonbons, where you, you mm. pull the cracker, it'll it'll bust, it'll pop, and you'll get like a funny little hat. Gives you, gives you a crappy hat and a crappy toy. And a, and a crappy, crappy joke. Yeah. And so I've found, courtesy of my wife, so when these are awful and they make your eyes roll, please blame her. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go through them, boys. All right, you ready? I'm How many ready. are we doing? Sorry? How many are we doing? How many do I have to fake class? Uh, <laughs> Until we lose the will to live, I okay. think. Yeah, yeah I, I can always go over it with the, the end credits okay. and just kind of fade out. I'm going to get my sound pad here, all right? So the, the light blue one is what one you want, all right? Ready? What does Carlo Ren serve at a dinner party? What? First hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> and this one too. There we go. <laughs> Canned laughter. Um, what did the Rancor say after he ate a Wookiee? Mm. Chewy. <laughs> Thank you. <very> <laughs> and how did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? He felt his presence. 
Yeah. Don't even get that one there. Oh, I did it. I like that one. All right. Why did episodes four, five, and six come before one, two, and three? Because in charge of directing Yoda was. That's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the stormtrooper start jumping up and down? Why? He stepped on Aunt Hilly's. That is a genuine reaction, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and how do you unlock doors on lock, unlock doors on Kashyyyk? How? With a Wookiee. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there we go. I think that'll do. <laughs> is there not a canned? <laughs> <laughs> no, the disappointment we, is real. Yeah, we do don't we, need the. Do, don't we, need do the we have the noise of a tumbleweed? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have. Wait. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Anyway, I am sure there is a cricket in there somewhere, but <laughs> I don't want to randomly hit those down pads. <laughs> well, guys, it's come to the end of another year. It is. Christmas is upon us and just around the corner. It's and been a real tough year. year. I know. A oh lot has boy. happened. But don't worry, guys. January 1st, everything will be better. <laughs> guys? <laughs> Reassure me. Hey, um, there's a vaccine coming out, so, so they say. Yeah. Well, if you're eligible for that and you can get some. That will certainly help knock down the risk if you're not a conspiracy theorist or have some wild theories. I'm thinking maybe next year there's some hope at least. Don't talk about microchips. (laughs) Inhibitor chips, just like the clones. Order 66 is happening, ladies and gentlemen. Sheeple, wake up, sheeple. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it has been a big year. Thank you very much for sticking it out with us. Thank you for putting up with the new Pro B. It hasn't been easy. Uh, Certainly not for us. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. So thank you, Scott, for joining us. It's been uh, mostly great. And, Matt, always a pleasure to see you. And uh, we, well, you'll be hearing from us next year. Take it easy, guys. Cheers, guys. Have a good year. This podcast is produced by a small yet dedicated team. Good News Geek is not a revenue-generating enterprise but a labour of love. If you like what you hear, be sure to tell people about us. Your podcast hosts are John, Matt and Scott. Produced by John. Social media by Matt and John. Edited by Yolanda and John, but mostly Yolanda. Music supplied by purpleplanet.com and fezlianstudios.com. Drink supplied by Scott and pizza supplied by me. So from all the team here at Good News Geek, we want to wish you and all of your loved ones a very Merry Christmas and let's hope that next year isn't as awful as this one.